0: All right, what's up, y'all? Hey. It's your girl Doe and your girl Mo, and we here today. I don't mm. have one, mm. but I came to play and I came to rhyme, cause I got time. Hey. <laughs> okay, has <laughs> some the potential there. Uh, I did. I wasn't planning to actually freestyle, but then I was yeah. like, wait. But now I'm feeling it. But then yeah. I was like, but now nah, I'm not really though. So, <laughs> okay. Well, hey guys, uh, we want to <laughs> welcome y'all to the series finale. Yes, I said it, series she finale. Season of the Rooted Life Podcast. If you haven't heard the TV, you might need to go back to episode 69 then to get caught up. Um, yeah, that was weird. but That was funny. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Childish. Okay, so here at the Rooted Life, y'all, if you don't know, we're all about helping people thrive in relationships with God, themselves, and others. Mm-hmm. And we do it through this very podcast mm-hmm. on IG at social, at social, at Rooted Life Podcast and on the YouVersion Bible app.
1: I'm so glad that moment happened. Which because one? years ago, when we were filming something outside and I said, Follow us. Okay. Check us really out. On social our very media. first and you're
0: video. Like, this is social media. This is different. This is Instagram. This is
1: different. It's okay. I feel vindicated. So I can move on with my. I lies. don't know why you
0: do, because it's <laughs> not actually the same at all. Anyway, so uh, yeah,
1: so as y'all know, this is episode or this season of the podcast is all about how to finish well ending with intentionality and that could be finishing a season a job an assignment a relationship or whatever god has called you to and we wanted to do a season on finishing well because one we're both in seasons of transition and we want to share with y'all what god is teaching us in some ways dragging us (laughs) along the way and also we feel like people often share about how to start well But we want to share how do you finish well, because uh, finishing well is just as, if not more important than starting well. So in our first episode of the season, we shared the acronym for finishing well, and we included some tips um, that we're going to share over the course of the season. So that is F for focus, I for insight, N for next level thinking, I inspiration, S sound speech, and H for humility. And last episode, we had the bright idea to grade ourselves on how we've done. I had the bright idea. (laughs) It was a good idea in hindsight, but um, to grade ourselves on how we've done in these areas in the past, and we definitely got real, and we got red. Um, Doe, what were your thoughts on the first episode, since you got all the jokes? (laughs) That was so funny to me.
0: I'm like, hold on now. (laughs) We?
1: Yeah, give me credit.
0: (laughs) Yes, Morgan had us do it, and it was a phenomenal episode. It was. Um, honestly, it was a bit sobering oh. for me, but in a really good way. Okay. Like I was reminded that finishing well doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. Like you have to actually work at it hence yeah. the ending with intentionality. There's a level of aboutness and commitment mm-hmm. required. So that was a heavy pill to swallow, But I'm actually up for the challenge. Okay. Like I feel like it's setting me up. To actually end well, even better. So, Mm. before you kick us off with a little story for our first tip of finishing well, focus, let's get into our grows and glows. Ooh, I'm excited. All right, so, um well, great. Um, my glow, you know, my health and fitness routines are solid, baby. Man. I be seeing you on I that have, Peloton app. What I Persistent. have finally got into it. Like I'm, I'm working out consistently, even when I don't feel like it. Mm. I be going just to do a little something. You know, I have my. This is what I do on this day schedule, mm. and then also, but really, the I think the glow for me is more from a dieting perspective, mm. and not it feeling like dieting, like I'm on a restrictive thing for a certain amount of time, but an actual like lifestyle change and a shift to my diet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just letting go of poor eating like if I choose to eat something because it's my birthday or whatever mm-hmm. then I make like an active choice mm-hmm. but trying to stay away from like I feel sad so I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. trashy or just like saying yes to everything all the time kind of mm-hmm. delaying gratification more so I just feel really good about getting to a place where I'm like okay I want to treat my body well with what I decide to put into it so just making dinner at home more, fresh vegetables, fruits, all the things. So that has felt really good, both from like a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint. My body's been functioning better. Wow. Um, and then grows, I think just complaining. Ooh, child. You know, I was realizing this week that when I be frustrated about stuff, I just be so ready to complain. I just want somebody here to <laughs> get it all out and, da, 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 and just rumble, rumble, rumble. And... I just don't want to be doing that all the time because it just it ends up taking a lot of energy out of me, yeah. and it actually doesn't make me feel better afterwards, mm. like after I do all the complaining, then I like new things have surfaced in the process <laughs> of me complaining, so now i'm like just all the way up, you know I'm mm. on a hundred and i don't even really need to be, mm. and I think you know Jared does a really great job of bringing me down sometimes he just let me talk, but he just look at me he don't really respond with like a like he don't give me anything so I can keep going Mm -hmm, he literally mm -hmm. would just stare back and be like okay and I'd be like no I want somebody (laughs) to be mad with me so part of that makes me realize I'm actually not dialoguing with him Mm -hmm. I'm just complaining and I want somebody to hear it so wow that is an area that I'm looking for the Lord to uh help me with okay (laughs) love it. Go ahead. Uh, mine is across.
1: actually pretty similar. I feel like I read the book Atomic Habits. It mm-hmm. uh, was part of like a, a group at Union Church. And we read the book for like six weeks maybe. Okay. Um, and he talks about just um, when you're creating a goal. Actually similar to what you just said. Um, when you're creating a goal, instead of trying to have like a data point like I want to lose 15 pounds he said instead of trying to think of activity think about your identity who do you want to become I want to be the kind of person who's healthy and he's like so strive towards that identity correct and then create systems in place that support the person you want to be not just Mm -hmm. an activity so it actually can be ingrained and be part of your lifestyle yeah um so also we've talked about this and you said this quote recently that like you fall to the level of your system and so I've just been working on more consistent systems like When I, you know, when I finish watching TV at night, I straighten up my living room. I lay out my workout clothes. I lay out my medication. Like I have more consistent systems that I feel like I've been really consistent with for about three or four months, Mm -hmm. which has helped me manage my time better and also i kind of thought systems were very i don't know reductive isn't the word but very restrictive but it's actually freed me up for more like have i have more mental space and more peace because i've had the structure so my brain doesn't have to think about what are we going to work out what are we going to do It's like i already made my workout plan on sunday on the app like Mm -hmm. i already know my stuff's already laid out and it's actually freed me up so just having a better perspective about systems but also implementing some systems that give me more freedom Mm -hmm. it's been really helpful that's great and then i feel like my grow oh my gosh i forgot about Dealing with bitterness and resentment. So our pastor's going through Leviticus, which is intense. Mm-hmm. And he talked about, there's a scripture that God says, like, if I put a disease on your wall, which is wild, because Pastor Ben's like, you'd never think that's part of God's job description is like putting diseases on people's wall. was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, you tell people, you they might take out a brick, take out the wall or take out the house. And what he was talking about is like, how there can be situations that God will put in your life and he's sitting back and he's watching to see how you react. Mm. And most of us just put a little portrait, put a little, he's like, I'll just put a little family picture on top of that and I'll just ignore it. He's like, but then it spreads and it makes you sick and it makes your whole community sick. Cause you haven't dealt with what's going on in your heart. Mm. And he was talking about, yeah, like really talking about bitterness. He's like, so when you're unforgiving towards someone, that's a sickness that's in your house. And you've now made the whole community sick. Cause you were too, you were prioritizing your convenience over the health of the community. Mm. Mm. I was in that sermon, like, <laughs> Jesus. Holding on. He's like, Your convenience is more important than your health and everybody else's health around you. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be inconvenienced.
0: <laughs> my God.
1: I said, Okay, 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 okay. So uh, that's all I got to say about that.
0: <clears throat> that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to let you say. And that's all I'm going to say. We're going to keep it moving because that was just yeah, too much. We. I may need to just hit stop and <laughs> recording. Dang. Oh, okay. Like we mentioned, y'all, we're going to be talking about how to finish well, ending with intentionality. And what Mm. I love about the concept of finishing well is that it's always relevant Mm -hmm. and it applies to every area of our lives. Mm -hmm. So in the last episode, we talked a bit about how transition is just a natural part of life. We're constantly moving in and out of seasons. Mm. So in theory, the better we can navigate transition, the better we can navigate life. Mm -hmm. So finishing well is an opportunity for us to depend on God, to see us through the ending of one season into the beginning of the next. Mm. So today we're going to talk about the F in finish and the F stands for focus so instead of breaking this down by giving you definitions and whatnot we're going to talk a little bit more from a story standpoint so Mo how about you share with us how focus has been a key part of you being able to finish well in your season
1: Well, funny enough I just teed it up so y'all (laughs) welcome unintentionally I forgot Well, most of y'all know that I work for a church. Um, it is a white church based out of the South. And if you know me, you know I'm, I'm pro-Black everything. My favorite compliment people can tell me is that I love Jesus, I have good style, and you are so Black. Those are my three <laughs> favorite life compliments. Um, so even though working for the church has been a huge blessing, just even just professionally, um, but also personally, it has been very difficult. And not just the ministry side, like <laughs> ministry is so <laughs> Mm. but also just navigating my, my blackness in a space that's predominantly white. And I feel like about a year ago, God started really pressing on my heart that this season of working for the church was coming to an end. And at first it was kind of hard to accept because I really, really love my job. I love connecting with our partners in the community. I love calling people being like, we about to write you a check for X amount of dollars, yeah. like or going and seeing how our, our finances are helping little Brown and black kids in the community or seeing them with their garden. Like mm-hmm. I love the fruit that I get to see from my, my work. Um, so it there is was it was bittersweet in a lot of ways. All that to say, but God has definitely taken me on a wild journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's been very wild. Wow! As I really wow! Sp- wow! I'm sorry. That was no. I could I had no, to. It had with to that happen. One. At least. Once. Whew, okay. Yeah, it's out though. You. Go ahead. It had to happen. <laughs> So I spent the last
0: year of trying, attempting to to finish well. <laughs> uh, wow, wow, wow <laughs> is an understatement to say <laughs> the very least. Uh, so how about you just walk us through your journey as it relates to focus in the last year. So what did you begin to focus on as you began to prepare to finish well? And then how has that shifted? Like, what are you focusing on now as you are officially about to leave in a couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, I think initially my focus was confusion mm. I'm like what God how what I had so many it kind of reminds me of the story of like Zachariah and Mary It's like Mary asked the angel questions that was more about logistics like how and when and Zachariah was like wait wait, wait hold up can this happen and so I feel like my questions were based out of fear because I'm mm. like well God we don't got no necks like It was a lot of fear. So Mm. I guess all I have to say is my focus was fear. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it kind of transitioned (laughs) into resentment Mm. of of feeling very wronged and feeling very misunderstood. And I feel like I've spent the last at least eight months, (laughs) probably more, really focusing all of my attention, all of my mental and emotional energy, all of my dinner dates with my friends, um, really ruminating on bitterness and resentment, um, which blinded me from seeing what God really wanted to show me. And so I think that it went from fear to like, God, what are you doing? To mm-hmm. what is everybody else doing? So what are y'all doing that's making me feel misunderstood or wrong? And mm-hmm. I focused so much, like 99% on everyone's words, their behavior, their action, kind of going back to self-righteousness, which we talked about in the last episode. But all of that absolved me of any personal reflection or responsibility. Mm. I was the victim and everybody else was the villain. And I'd say now my focus is on healing, (laughs) on forgiving, on speaking truth and love, of taking the time I need to really reflect on my own words and actions and my behaviors and really being open to what God wants to show me in this current season of my life.
0: Mm, So good. It's really powerful to just take a step back and and I'm really proud of you, honestly, for uh, being able to just self-assess your own position in the story. Like, I think the way that we write ourselves into any story that we tell is really important. Mm, And so, I'm really proud of you for how you've chosen to write yourself into your own story. And I know that from many conversations with you, how difficult it has been, you know, but how freeing I can now see it is on the other side for you. So, that's that's been really great to witness as your friend. And you touched on this a little bit, but how did you shift your focus from how you saw the situation or how you were choosing to see the situation in the moment to how god wanted you to see the situation god (laughs) Mm -hmm. he
1: dragged me i didn't want to shift my focus because if i shift my focus from what they're doing i have to figure out what i'm doing and i don't want to do that i want to blame them for everything and i want them to be the ones who need to repent of course because i don't want to think of my behavior i just had so much pride built up and i think Um, scripture is true. That pride happened. And sure enough, afterwards I was on my face. Um, I think that what God did in his kindness, which didn't feel kind at the time, but in hindsight Mm -hmm. it was that he opened my eyes to how broken I am, um, my own sin, my own unforgiveness, my own shortcomings, and that how my words and heart towards my job wasn't honoring him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't honoring his church. And I think I just got to the point where he just let me get so tired. Um, mm-hmm. and that my bitterness, I was thinking about this, you know, when pastor Ben was preaching, I was like, my bitterness was making me sick, like actually physically sick, mm-hmm. not just mentally and emotionally, but like physically, I mean, their behavior wasn't helping either. But, um, I think I just got to the point where I just was so tired and I think he let me get there to be like, okay, now are you done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you done? Can I have the mic now? Okay. So he, let me tell you the 12 things I need you to work on. And yeah. I feel like he just let me get to the point where I was like, you know what, God, I'm so tired of fighting this. Like, I'm at my wits' end, and I feel like that's when he stepped in. I was like, okay, let me let me soothe that, but let me let me correct you in some things. And so, um, yeah, I feel like that was a loving act of him. He shifted my perspective, and he allowed my he allowed me to get to where I was. That mm-hmm. I was so broken that he was like, okay, now that your heart is broken, it's wide open. Let me let me go ahead and step in mm-hmm. and help you um, shift your gaze from you to me.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, pride is the devil. <laughs> Shout out to Prophet J. Cole on that one. But I mean, that's the thing. It's it's the gaze. It's like, what gaze. am I choosing to pour all of my energy, my thoughts like you mm-hmm. even mentioned, you know, all of your time was spent on this time by yourself time with other people mm-hmm. like Everything was being directed to that. Um, And I think the enemy works really hard to get our pride so high that we literally can't see anything Mm -hmm. else. I mean, he blocks our vision from seeing what God is doing, Mm -hmm. what he's trying to do. Like we we can't see anything. So I feel like that I definitely relate to that. And just this inability to be able to see beyond my own self, really.
1: And I just want to add one more thing to that is like, it's an ongoing practice, not like God shifted my, my view once and I'm like, okay. And it's like, that's an ongoing mm-hmm. conscious effort yep. that anytime I want to point the finger to be like, actually God, instead of me trying to be the judge in my heart about their behavior, what are you trying to show me about me? Mm-hmm. It's a constant choice in every area of our life to, to choose, like you can hold people accountable. It's not saying that you absolve people of responsibility, mm-hmm. but you also have to be like, God, if you're allowing me to be in the situation with this person, what is it about me that you want me to see because so often their behavior is a mirror about something in my heart that I need to work on. So I just want to just, just let people know like this is ongoing. Yeah. (laughs) Every moment of every day in every area of, all of our lives
0: well yeah I mean as with anything like it nothing ever just gets fixed Mm then we don't have to face it again we just get better at facing things that's true um so can you talk about a couple of like practical things that Mm. people can do to shift their focus if they're trying to finish well
1: yeah i would say the first thing which isn't surprising considering our brand is really looping in my community (laughs) so you my closest friends my little prayer circle my mama Mm -hmm. my mentor my therapist like helping people know that I'm in a transition season and I'm struggling yeah um I'm really struggling. And I think uh, even talking about what I'm struggling to focus on. Uh, but also I was strategic. I didn't tell everybody that I was struggling and I didn't even tell everybody that I was in a season of transition. That I tried to use a lot of discernment about who I shared that with because I needed people who could be very faith-centered. I didn't need more people to sit in the despair with me. I need people who could acknowledge that despair, but help pull me and call me into more. Mm-hmm. I think the second thing, which is my mentor told me to do is really restructuring my quiet time mm-hmm. um, and being strategic about what I was focusing on during my quiet time. So sometimes you can be like, all right, I guess I'll do a, you know, a devotional on Isaiah or I don't know, mm-hmm. Exodus. But she was like, you need to find some stuff that is hope center and faith center. So mm-hmm. find some devotionals that help build you up in the area that you feel like you're struggling in. So yep. um, I did a three week devotional I found on the YouVersion version app called um, navigating transition. And it was really, really good and very, very helpful. And then I think also in my quiet time, I just spent more time pouring my heart out to God. Mm-hmm. But not, and I don't i I to do that. I would complain to God, but then I wouldn't pause. and am like, so what you got to say? I just like, and then God, you know, you drive a home. Mm-hmm. And then God, they said that. And then I said that. And wasn't that crazy? Which is like, okay, there's a space for that. But it had to get to the point where it's like, okay, God, I'm actually, this is actually making me sad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with this. Can you, can you reveal something to me? So really sitting in some really intentional and quiet spaces, um, and asking him to reveal himself to me. And I think one of the things that really helped me kind of shift my focus from despair or bitterness is I uh, found some scriptures, some that my mentor told me, and I recorded myself saying those scriptures and then I listened to them when I walked my dog. So mm. I just lis- and I just listened to those scriptures every not every morning, but more more, more mornings than not. Mm-hmm. I listened to the that truth to help me just shift my gaze before I even started my work day of scripture. And then the last thing, which seems simple but seems to be difficult for me, is just to ask God for help. Um, Kind of what you we have talked about, like, Holy Spirit, help me. Yeah, (laughs) I need your help. Um, I think that includes repenting, uh, but fasting regularly every week, um, admitting my need and then um, just asking God constantly, like, help me when I'm trying to shift blame to somebody else. Help me focus on you um, and then help me, God, finish in a way that will honor you, that will honor your church, that will honor my legacy and honor my community. Mm
0: so so good I really love that note about quiet time um similarly I hadn't done it in a while but I was feeling like chaotic and Mm kind of struggling to center my thoughts and so I started specifically focusing on peace in my quiet time Mm -hmm. and I did a devotion on it I was reading the same scripture I think I had to read the same scripture every day for the 21 days Oh wow! and it was just helpful to kind of get really specific about a character trait and scripture around it I found it really powerful and I just want to echo how important that time spent with God can strengthen your focus in any season Mm -hmm. okay so So last question, how do you believe focus, Mm -hmm. particularly centered on what God wants you to focus Mm -hmm. on, will allow you to finish well? Uh, Well, (laughs) I think shifting
1: my focus from blame and bitterness and resentment or fear to God um, and what he's doing allowed me to reallocate all of Mm -hmm. that energy, all the mental space I was taking up. Toward, I can now devote all those things toward preparation, openness. Yep. I think, you know, bitterness, resentment, fear, emotions like that, they take up so much of your energy. They take up your mental, your spiritual, your emotional energy. Uh, and I think because I was devoting all that energy to those things, like I've said before, mm-hmm. I was missing opportunities to be open, to see the good that God was providing, to see his blessings, to see his provision, and to see, like, that healing was on the table for me. And mm-hmm. I just didn't, I just kept seeing this vision. I'm like, God, I don't want to leave this season. There was healing on the table for me. And I left, mm-hmm. I left all that you had on the table because I'm in my feelings. I just, yeah. I didn't want to do that. Um, and so I feel like it is um, opened me up to a lot of healing, um, Opened me up to, to, to leaving in a way that I could feel really proud of. And so I feel like once I really shifted my focus uh, to God and what he was doing, I feel like he removed some blinders. Mm-hmm. I feel like he provided so much healing in my heart. Um, and I feel like he's opened me up. I feel like I've learned more in probably the last two months than I have in several months, Mm. just because he's really done a 180 in my heart, um, with shifting my focus
0: back to him. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And (laughs) a strong tee up um, really for next week's episode where Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about insight and the importance of like self-assessment and getting that deeper understanding as we go through any experience. So Mm -hmm. what I think stood out to me the most today was really that just, you know, focus is two parts. One, we have to actually decide to direct our mental energy and our thoughts towards something. Like we can't just sit by the wayside, you know, faith without works is dead. And then part two, we have to invite God into the process so that what we're focusing on is actually for our good. Like mm. we can be focused, but directing the energy to something that's draining instead of life giving. So yeah. I'm definitely kind of taking that nugget with me and thinking about, um, you know, how I want to focus in order to finish well.
1: Yeah. And I think the last thing that I'll add is that if you're struggling with focus, <laughs> struggling to finish well, don't get weary of asking God for help. Mm-hmm. Cause I got to a point where I was like, I don't even want to ask you anymore because I just, I need mm-hmm. you to do it and you're not. And so I would just say, if you're struggling in this area, I mean, you, you need him to move. Don't get weary of asking him. He hears you and he will move. Mm -hmm. And so keep asking, keep going to him, keep repenting, loop in your, your community, all the things that we, that we provided, but just don't get weary in believing that he can do it because he can.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I, loved this episode Mm. truly and i'm just so excited to continue to see how god is going to each week just kind of deliver something (laughs) new uh both for us to learn but also hopefully as you're listening for you to be able to learn something else and actually take it and apply it in your own life agreed agreed
1: well y'all be sure to follow us on ig at It life podcast and while you're listening to this episode please share it with a friend co-worker somebody you know or even post it to your stories and tag us and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please 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 do us a favor and rate us five stars and leave us a brief review
0: yep and i want to echo the call for writing a view on apple Podcasts. if you've been encouraged by us before in any way in this episode or any other one then we really want to hear from you so y'all take the time to drop us a little note and stay tuned for our next episode but until then we love y'all stay rooted